Can you imagine your life where money is your friend, working with you to achieve all your dreams and desires? If you struggle seeing money as your friend, then join Kathy Cook Noble, financial advisor and educator on understanding how your money can work for you. It is possible. Now, here is Financially Speaking with Kathy Cook Noble. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Financially Speaking. You are listening to the Inspired Choices Network, and I am your host, Kathy Cook Noble, and I'm excited to be with you here as I am every Monday because we always get to talk about all things financial, which in my world is all things exciting, and I think everyone would agree, exciting whether good or bad, the times right now are definitely exciting. So we'll talk about that a little bit tonight. Uh, I want to share with you um, uh, our concepts that we come up with in Financially Speaking, where our intention is to help everybody understand their own stuff, because you've probably heard me say it um, hundreds of times or thousands of times, millions of times, it feels like, that you can understand your own stuff, and that's really all you have to understand. We don't need to understand everybody else's stuff. We don't have to know how it works or what it means, because what applies to us is not what applies to everybody else. And that is the beauty of finance. Um, and it's also one of the misconceptions because people often think that financial is complicated and it's all about these numbers. And, and in reality, yeah, there's a lot of numbers involved, but it's not complicated. You can understand all your stuff and you can certainly plan out your estate. And yes, you have one. I don't need to know how much you have or how much you don't have or how much you think you have or don't have. The reality is everybody has an estate. Everybody has something. If you're sitting on a chair right now, that's part of your estate. If you're in a house, that's part of your estate. If you're wearing clothes, that's part of your estate. So everybody has an estate. And the misunderstanding out there in the world is that you have to have a lot of money. And and that's when that estate word gets used. But the reality is we all have it. And at the end of our life, we have, have to pay something called an estate administration tax in Canada, also known as, formerly known as the probate uh, tax, which is formerly known as the death tax because you die and they tax all your estate. So if the government says you have one, you have one because they're going to get taxes on it. Uh, what we do here at the Inspired Choices Network is we help everybody to really get the best and most out of their life and the most fulfilling parts that they need at the time that they need it. There are several shows and several hosts that are on our network that are super, super talented and super skilled that are able to help you in all areas of your life and that is really what we strive for here. We have um, opportunities for people all the time when there's a, a missing skill or talent that you see or hear that is on the air and you're thinking, gosh, this is great, but they really they really need to have somebody that's an expert on something that's missing, then hey, guess what? That is your opportunity to fill that void. And you should speak to our fearless leader, Christine, who is our network owner, a producer, also a show host, and she will help guide you through how you become a host. And I can assure you that she will also help you become a host if you think you are not host material. Because a numbers person like me, who in my, my daytime is a financial advisor and a bookkeeping uh, operator, so we have a full financial business, we deal with numbers and, and ledgers and uh, spreadsheets and all that great stuff all day. Uh, not a lot of people do talk with people very, you know, one-on-one, not in big groups. So when somebody like Christine can convince somebody like me, who's more of a numbers person, to 
handle a show like Financially Speaking and able to provide all the training that's needed, then I can assure you she can do the same for you. And all her training is absolutely state-of-the-art and first class. You will have you will have the opportunity to get out and get rolling right away. So if you are sitting out there thinking that people need to hear about another uh, type of skill or story, then and that's you, then you owe it to yourself and the world to share it because we're all given special gifts and special talents. And the more we help each other, the more we build up the world and make things better and positive. And honestly, in an environment like this, which we've not many of us have seen from a financial point of view, but from a healthcare point of view, it is a great opportunity for us to all reach out and come together to help each other. And whether that is helping you in the financial world, if it's which is where I would spend most of my time, if it's helping you in the mindset space where you just need a little bit of support mentally, there are shows on this network and there are hosts on this network that will absolutely help you. And if you're out there and you have some skills that you should be sharing with people, then please contact Christine. Uh, she's always happy to talk to people and always happy to help support you where she can. So that's who we are at the Inspired Choices Network and who we are financially speaking. is just all about talking finance and not that scary finance that you see on TV where they have charts and graphs and formulas. And yeah, sure, there's a lot of that in my world. And, and that's my job to understand that because it's my job to understand stuff for everybody else. But it's also my job to make sure that you understand just your stuff. And I also think it's my job, and, and I think it's every advisor's job, quite frankly, to make sure that you understand it in a way that makes sense to you. So whether it's your business and the bookkeeping aspect and accounting, or whether it's your investments or your insurance, you absolutely can understand it. You can understand if you need it. You can understand how much you need, how you need it, and all the different kinds and pieces in between. So always, if you have a question out there, write in, join us in the chat room, call or email me. Um, I'm always happy to answer questions. I have several, several shows that are based on people asking me certain questions about a specific topic. And I try and cover that as quickly as I can. And I will for you too. So if there's something out there that you'd like to know about, whether it's how mortgages work or differences in mortgages or how banks get make their money with bank fees and all that, then uh, we'd be happy to do that show for you here on Financially Speaking. Now today... The topic we're doing because uh, this is one of those ones that we hear a lot about in the press and um, most people don't really understand it. It's this term that's been developed just recently in the last few years and it's called robo-advisor and people hear it and and some of the ads that you see on TV, uh, I'm going to tell you they're, they're misleading. Some of them are misleading because they make it sound like you're saving all this money in fees and, and the whole ad's purpose is to focus on fees. And while I, I, I'm aware that in finance, we have to be very aware of the fees and the fees being how much it costs to be in an investment because the cost of an investment is how people like me get paid, how uh, portfolio managers get paid. So when I give you, for example, if you're invested in something and it pays 2% as a management fee, that 2% is paying uh, your advisor, it's paying the portfolio manager, it's paying the team that the portfolio manager has is paying for software, it's paying for rent, it's paying for desks, it's paying for paper, it's paying for the entire operation of that fund to run. And it's also paying the entire operation of your advisor to operate. So those are what the fees are when you want to break down what they are and what they do. 
So if a 2% management fee is being charged on your particular investment, then that's what the money is going to. Now, having said that, most people don't realize that when they get what's called a fund fact, which is the facts all about the fund that you're investing, that management fee, when it talks about rates of return, is typically, and I say typically because there's usually an exception out there, but but nine out of 10 times, the management fee and the rate of return that you're going to see is going to be a net result. So if that fund did a 10% return, then that is after the management fee. That means it did a 12% return and paid a 2% management fee and 10% was your rate of return. So that's just to make it an easy understanding of it because I've had lots of people and I go through those fun facts. It takes me, I take the time to go through it with clients because they're not always the most user-friendly. But what they do is they tell you what you're investing in. It tells you uh, who the management, it tells you when the fund started. It tells you how much money is the uh, amount that's invested in that fund. And it tells you uh, what the top holdings are. It tells you risk level. And it tells you uh, approximately if you had invested this amount of money over the time, the last 10 years, it would have done a return of X percent. So that's basically what a fund fact does. The reason I tell you that is because fund facts are for each individual fund. So every fund company out there, every fund they have, they have a fund fact. Now, when we talk about robo-advisors, you're talking about uh, what it sounds like. And a lot of times when you hear robo, it's 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 a robotics. It's it's computer generated. And what happens is when you go to one of the big institutional banks, for example, and they put you on their robo platform, which is the standard way that they're going. And you fill out, you go online and you fill out this questionnaire. You might have say ten thousand dollars to invest. They put you online. You do this questionnaire, and it says based on your answers you should put your money in this fund. So if you, whatever bank you go to, their their particular bank is their funds. You're not investing in an external company's funds. You're not investing in another bank's funds. You're investing in that bank's funds. And you're going to have a choice of five different funds, for example. And based on the questions you answer on that questionnaire, they're going to tell you to go into that investment. Uh, that... That's sort of the the short version of the robo platform. So a robo advisor is something, and I say something because it's a robot, a computerized version of an advisor, and it gives advisors and their clients a, a tool that manages investment portfolios online. So it's all done online, as you can imagine. That's not a surprise in the environment we live in when we have so many different uh, computer-generated ways of living. You have your smartphone and there's an app for everything. Uh, you can order your groceries online. And now, in light of all the healthcare issues that are happening and the quarant- self-quarantine and, and uh, so forth, you have to do everything online. So you're ordering groceries online. You're having uh, parties with your friends online. You're having Zoom calls for business or Skype calls for business. You're doing everything online. You're listening to the radio online. Uh, you're you're listening to books online. There's audio books. So everything that you're doing is basically digital. Well, a robo-advisor really, really embraces that digital platform. So the investments included in the portfolio can vary 
but the general purpose is to be efficient, low-cost portfolio manager. And like I said, it's it's done based on a, a survey or a questionnaire, if you will, that tells them, hey, your risk profile is this. This fund is rated as a as the same risk that you you would handle. Therefore, with your age, your risk, you go here. Now, what does that mean about advisors like me? Are we obsolete? Are we inefficient compared to a robo-advisor? Are we more money than a robo-advisor? Uh, and that's the big misunderstanding or the big confusion for people out there that I get asked a lot about what's a robo-advisor, what's a robo-platform. And that's what we're going to talk about tonight, more about the robo-advising. We're going to talk a bit about the ABCs of investing, and we're going to do that pretty easily because when you're talking about what kind of funds to be involved in, uh, I'm going to share with you the different kinds of types of funds that are out there, different types of investments, I mean, different types of uh of tools that you can use to invest your money. And some of them are on a robo platform and some are not. And that's going to be one of the distinctions I tell you is not all things are transferable onto an automated platform. Um, I'm happy to say that there's always going to be a need for people like me because there's a lot of information and a lot of information comes in and changes at a very fast pace. And markets like what are happening right now that are being affected by um uh, virus or are being affected by the price of oil or being affected in other times by any other thing, then it's an advisor, a person that is able to pivot very quickly and and get on board and understand it. And a portfolio that is controlled by uh, digitally, it doesn't necessarily have that ability to say, hey, I got to think about what this means down the road. It can certainly run formulas and analytics to say the probability of the way things are going to go, but the human is always in a position to allow other alternatives and to talk to people and explain things in a way that I think are more user-friendly because a, a robot says this is how it is and this is what it is, and if you don't understand that, then it doesn't have the ability on the platform to say, well, let me try and say it to you in another way that you understand. So I don't think, uh, in the question I get a lot is, are robo-advisors and uh, robo-investing replacing human advisors and the traditional or the the practical manual way of investing? And the answer is no, because there's always tax planning and estate planning and human planning that goes into the the various plans that get set up. So when we, we're going to take our first break of the night, and when we come back, I will get more into how the robo-platform works, and we'll talk about different tools for investing tonight. So don't go anywhere. We're going to talk digital investing. Uh, you are listening to the Inspired Choices Network. This is Financially Speaking, and I am your host, Kathy Cook-Noble. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. 
Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Financially Speaking with your host, Kathy Cook-Noble, which is who I am, and I'm excited to be here. And you are on the Inspired Choices Network. You can log in to our chat room, ask questions. You can call in. You can email directly. You can call me directly if you have questions, and we will help to answer them as best we can. And uh, we also are all about the whole person. So if it's all more than a financial question, and, and, and frankly, a I had this awesome conversation with Keisha and we talked a lot about how mindset and finance goes together. Keisha's another host on the network, which uh, I strongly advise you to check her show out. And she, her and I realized that we have a lot in common, even though she does a lot with the person and the mindset and I do a lot with the person and their numbers and how really important those work together and, and how people, what they think about money and having blocks about money and mindset issues about money has a lot to do with the actual financial part of it, which is kind of fascinating to me. So um, those are things that we work really hard here at the network to pull it all together to make everybody uh, get what they need when they need it the way that they need it. So tonight we were talking about robo-advisors, and I mentioned before the break that it's robo-robotics. Um, it's all about digital and uh, robot. So what does that mean for the humans like me? I mentioned, started talking about that a little bit. Well, it doesn't make us obsolete because you're always going to need a human as part some of the reasons I talked about before the break. But the other part that I want to talk to you about is the current advisor that you have, if you have one, if you don't, this is why you would need one if you're looking for one, is the advisor will know your situation because you're going to have a conversation and they're going to have insights into how they can help you meet your goals. So your goal might be to help your savings, you know, book your kids uh, a good education. So you want to save money for the kids' education. Or maybe you want to save money for uh, buying a house or buying a car or going on a trip. Or maybe you want to save money for uh, buying a cottage or vacation home, whatever the case is. These are conversations you have with your advisor. And your advisor knows these goals, and they're going to help you reach them. Now, an advisor, and this is one of the misconceptions too, it's not a robo-advisor or a human advisor. Sometimes it's both. So your human advisor might also be using the robo-advisor platform because there are times when it makes sense to have that. And I'm going to tell you about those. So it's another tool. And I've talked before about different tools that you can have in your advisor investment world. 
And the robo-advisor is another tool. So one of these tools, it helps offer a selection of investment products, such as things that you hear about on the news a lot more now, is ETFs, which are exchange-traded funds. And I'll tell you about that in a minute. Um, and any other funds. So these robo-advisors can help balance the investment, and it can be balanced across the fund to make sure you have the right mix of risk, return, volatility, based on all the answers that I told you you're going to ask you're going to be asking your survey. And these are all based on the individual investments and goals that you and your advisor, your human advisor, talk about. But the actual portfolios, portfolios are managed and balanced by people and not necessarily algorithms. So together with your human advisor and your robo-advisor, you're able to provide you with some really good service at very competitive fees. Because if you remember at the top of the show, I talked about fees being a big question and a uh, big uh, confusion for a lot of people. And and I have to say on a, a side note, not just about fees with finance, with your advisor and your funds. Sure, obviously some advisors are better than others. Some portfolio managers are better than others. Some funds are better than others. But it's the same in everything in the world. You have some accountants that are better than others. Some lawyers are better than others. Some, some uh, cashiers at the supermarket are better than others. You have different ketchups that taste better than others or mustards or peanut butters. So that's standard across the board in the world. That's the beauty of competition. And I always caution people that there's also a saying that sometimes you get what you pay for. So if you're only looking for cost when it comes to your finances, you have to be really careful because you can get the lowest cost person or the lowest cost robo platform and you may not ever reach the goals that you have because you don't have the right plan or you don't have the right person doing it. And that's why it's really, really important to make sure that the person you're dealing with aligns with what your goals are and what your needs are because forgetting the cost at all, if you don't have the right person, no matter if it's free, you're not going to get to where you want to be. So cost is always part of the equation, but it can't be, in my opinion, the only determining factor. And that's what a lot of your these ads you're seeing on TV now are. It's all about cost. It's all about cost. And you can, some of them you can save, some of them actually cost you more because when you get into the fine print, which isn't something I'm going to talk about tonight because it's more too technical and it really doesn't matter in terms of what we're doing tonight, but it's not necessarily a great comparison because some of the stuff that they're presenting is misrepresentative. But uh, that's why I always caution people, don't just go by, hey, this is the lower cost, there you go. It might not be the best investment. So... Let's talk about the different kinds of investments. So an ETF, I mentioned, it's an exchange-traded fund. So this is a fund that's tradable, and it can be tracked as an index, a bond, commodity, or even a basket of assets. And rather than being invested directly into the stocks contained within a fund or a market index, an ETF, it, this is what it does. It allows an investor to buy a share of the entire fund. And the virtue of this is it allows the investor to easily buy and sell a stake in that fund. So beyond this, ETFs typically have uh, much lower fees than investing directly in a mutual fund. A uh, mutual fund might charge a standard 2%, like I mentioned before, about a management fee, or annually they charge a, a fee. It's very similar to an ETF, but it might be what we call 50 basis points or half a percent less. So say you have a mutual fund at 2% management fee, you might have an ETF that's one and a half. 
Um, and by using these ETFs, a robo-advisor, they can help diversify your portfolio. And we all know the word diversity is a great word when it comes to investing. You don't want to have all your eggs in one basket. And the robo-advisor can help with that. And it can continually rebalance the investment to make sure it maintains your desired uh, mix of attributes and assets. So rebalancing means that if it's a if it's um, 40% bonds and 60% equities, and the market changes, and that puts it out so that the equities, like the market's been lately, have dropped right down. Well, it can rebalance it to make sure it stays in that 40-60 mix. So what does that mean to you? It means that you don't always have to know exactly what these 40-60 splits are. You just need to know that your advisor, your human advisor, has used this tool with the robo-advisor, and it's doing it automatically so that that's where a really great feature of a robo-advisor comes in. Because you can set that to happen automatically, you don't need a human to remember to do it or to know when to do it because it automatically tells you when it's out of balance. So that's that's one of the nice, cool features about it. So why would you use a robo-advisor? This is a question I, I get asked about the robo-advising platform. So why would you use it? Well, a robo-advisor can help free up your human advisor to spend time on things that matter most to you. So if they can outsource the investment selection and the rebalancing, which I just talked about, it allows your advisor to take a more holistic approach to your finances, your retirement, and your investment goals, which in my opinion is key. That's what you have the human for. You want to make sure that you have the whole holistic approach to your finances. This isn't just about what can I invest in to make money? And these are questions I get all the time. What should I put my money in right now to make money? Well, First of all, yeah, I have to know what your risk profile is. I have to look, know what your time horizon is. There's a whole bunch of things I have to know to tell you that answer. But the other thing is, how does it fit into your whole estate plan? How does it fit into the rest of your portfolio? I don't want to tell you the best thing for you to do is put your money in X and not know that over here at another place, you've already got your money in X. So now we haven't diversified. It doesn't fit your plan. It's highly taxable. It's inefficient. And it's not helping you with your overall uh, goals of being tax efficient and passing on your estate to your family. So that's what you want your human advisor to really be focusing on, keeping these things in check. So the robo-advisor platform can be very helpful because it does the automatic rebalancing like we talked about. So robo-advisors also tend to have lower minimum investments. This is important. Um, and this is, a, this is going to help you allow you, the investor, to access different asset class and pools that are typically reserved for people investing 250000 or more. So not everybody out there today, tomorrow, next week that listens to our live show or listens to our podcast, which, by the way, we are on over 50 platforms. If you need to hear us or you want to hear us on your favorite platform, there is a very strong chance that we're there. And if there's not, let me know because I find it hard to believe that we wouldn't be in the right arena because we are everywhere. And we make it easy and accessible for everybody to hear the message from each of the shows. So please find us um, on your favorite platform, whether it's iTunes or um, iHeartRadio or whatever the case is. Um, so if you're listening to this and you're thinking, well, I don't have $250,000 to invest right now. Well, guess what? You are in the majority. Most people do not. And that's where one of that's where one of the advantages of this robo-advisor platform comes in. It can allow you to have access to some stuff through your advisor that you can't otherwise have access to. So you can you can combine this. Uh, why would I use a robo advisor? 
Well, combine the lower fees and it makes it practical and effective for, for people who want to invest, say, $1,000 in a TFSA or even a million dollars or more. It, it covers the range for everybody. It's one of the tools your advisor can use. And on top of the savings, some robo-advisors also have an app, an online tool, so you can see in real time your financial position. So if you're one of those people that likes to see, especially in an environment like this last couple weeks uh, where it's been so volatile and you have this massive sell-off and then a massive run on the market, if you're one of those people that wants to see how yours is doing in real time, you can watch it. And you can log in and see it, and that's kind of cool if you're if you're inclined that way. And if you're not inclined that way, well, then you don't have to, which is which is kind of nice too. So you can always see how your portfolio is invested, and quickly and easily. This is one of the nice keys of the portfolio, pla- the robo platform, is you can move money in and out of your account. So even if you have your phone or your tablet or whatever the case may be, you could easily move money from your account into your investment. If you got a bonus or you got an inheritance or you, you had overtime money that you wanted to invest, it's easy to move it on your own. So that's why you would use a robo-advisor in conjunction with your human advisor. Now, people will ask me, which is the best one for me? Well, it's like anything else. All peanut butter is not created equal. All ketchup is not created equal. All lawyers are not created equal. All robo-advisors are not created equal. So... If you have um, an advisor that you work with, this is where it's also very helpful because your human advisor can help you with this tool if you're going to use it. So firms can offer a wide variety of different services and prices, and to help you find the right one, it's really important that you get the right one. So I will share with you how you do that when we come back. We're going to take our second break of the night. And we're talking about robo-advisors and how robo-advisors work with human advisors because I really believe that's the true case. It's not one or the other. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network with your host, Kathy Cook-Noble. We will be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Money is complicated, right? Actually, no, it's not. You don't have to be a trader on Wall Street to get a handle on your money. TV shows often instill fear to keep you believing you can't understand it or do anything yourself. If dealing with your finances brings up a lot of other F-words, then you need to read All Ladies Should Use the F-Word, A Guide to Loving Your Finances by Kathy Cook-Noble. Kathy helps you take control of your finances and leave the other F-word, fear, in the dust. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815 880 8255 
Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network, and I am your host, Kathy Cook-Noble. We have been talking about robo-advisors and what that really means when it comes to investing. So it's not just an ad about, hey, go to this robo-platform and put your money in and off you go. You're all done. You never have to talk to a person again. You don't have to do planning. It takes care of everything. That's not what it is, and I hope that's what everyone takes away from it. It is a tool that can be used with your advisor to help put the whole plan together for you. So which robo-advisor is best for me? Well, like all other questions like that, it's a, well, that depends. <laughs> depends on what your goal is. It depends on who you're using and who um, who they what they have access to. So you can um, get a robo-advisor platform yourself. And I mentioned that if you go to a big one of the big banks, they have their own platform that does their own funds and that is it. So um, that's just a fact and a caution at the same time because then you go and you're on your own to do it and maybe that's what you want. But there's other robo-platforms that have access to a lot of other things when an advisor is doing it for you. And I will tell you that some of the platforms provide access to a wider range of portfolios such such as uh, private wealth pools that are exclusively available through your human advisor. Uh, These private wealth pools can allow you to include hard assets like real estate, mortgages, private equity to help diversify your portfolio. These are all things that you use in your portfolio that you work with your human advisor and talk to your human advisor about for your uh, overall plan. The best bet is, in my opinion, is to talk to your advisor about your investment options and whether or not the robo-advisor platform is right for you. And it may be right in parts of it. It may be um, right in as one of the tools in your portfolio. Uh, It might be right if you're just starting out and you don't have any money to invest. It might be right for you to start with setting up a robo-advisor account and doing your own $100 a month. And then as you get building that up, then you go to talk to an advisor and say, okay, now how do I diversify? How do I make sure I'm being tax efficient? How do I work this into a plan if that makes you more comfortable? Um, I personally would suggest go talk to an advisor. And even if you're just starting out and you only have you know, $100 or $50 a month to start with, still go talk to the advisor because now you're starting that relationship and that person could very easily set you up on a robo-platform but the platform they set you up on might have the opportunity for down the road to expand as you grow and expand your 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 income and your wealth and your investments to make sure it grows with you. Uh, the big challenge is you get you go with something very basic and they don't have opportunities for expansion or they don't have the platforms or the portfolios like I just told you about with the opportunity for the private wealth and the real estate and so forth. Um, is it is it wrong? Is it bad? No, it's not wrong. It's just not giving you the full picture of what you probably can do and what you would want to do down the road. So I would say always go talk to an advisor and just ask them because that's their job. And if you go to an advisor you uh, don't particularly like or doesn't fit with your personality or your goal or just you don't see it or feel it as the right energy or connection, 
then go to somebody else. You have lots of opportunities to interview advisors. And uh, we did a show about that once, about what to look for an advisor, questions to ask. And, and just remember, you guys are interviewing each other because when you go to an advisor, you're planning on having a long-term relationship with that person because they're going to help you on your retirement planning, your succession planning, your estate planning, your tax planning, your kids' education planning, whatever the case is that you're looking for. Plan on having a long-term relationship with that person. So feel free to shop around, if you will. Um, that is really what a robo-advisor is as a tool. So I'm going to give you sort of the Cole's notes. And that term I just realized, Cole's notes, is for people that are Generation X because that was our Cole's notes when you had uh, books and that. Now people just Google it. But the uh, the short version of what the tools are, um, I'm going to just tell you some of the, the quick things about types of plans or investment tools that you can use because the robo-advisor is definitely one of them, but there's other things so that you aren't uh, thinking when you go away from this that that's the only thing you got to look at. Other plan types we've talked about in the past, there's RRSPs. This is uh, a Canadian investment term. In the States, in the United States, you would have 401ks that would be equivalent to an RSP. That is a registered retirement savings plan. And it's I say it's a government plan, because the government has set it up that allows the Canadians to deposit money into their account and it can grow tax deferred. And then when you withdraw it, you pay all the income tax on it at that particular time. So the other nice thing about it is it's a tool and these are why we're putting all this together in this show because all these tools help make the real plan come very clear for you and your advisor. And tax is a, is a big issue. No matter where you are around the world, tax is a definite issue that you need to be aware of and for us in Canada or RSPs or for the 401ks in the United States uh, these are tax deferred growth accounts which means you pay the tax you're just deferring it till a later time and the other cool thing feature about it which is the big feature is people are able to put that against their income tax filing to get a lower, if they owe tax, then they can reduce the amount of tax they owe because this becomes a credit against that particular uh, tax filing. So you'll see a mad dash between January and the end of February, 1st of March, for people to buy RSPs because that's the only thing you can do to reduce your taxable income. Uh, on my, my side note to that is if you have a good plan, you shouldn't be doing a mad dash at that time of the year because you'll be planning it out throughout the year on how much you need to do. But it does happen and there are reasons for it that way. Um, another tool for an investment is a TFSA. And that stands for a tax-free savings account. This would be more like the IRA or Roth IRA in the United States. Um, this is another government plan and it allows Canadians to put money into an account or an investment where it grows tax-free. So it's 100% tax-free, and it is 100% not applicable to anything with your tax return. So you're not writing anything off, you're not getting any credit on it, but you are able to put money in there, and it grows 100% tax-free, and when you withdraw it, you have no tax to pay. So the difference is really the tax deduction, and, when, and the fact that it's accessible in a more flexible way than an RSP. So... Small, the other thing is, uh, these all have limits. So it's not like you can say, well, well, I'll just put everything in that TFSA. That sounds good. Well, you can't because there's limits on it on how much you can put in there, just like there's limits on how much you can put in a registered 
retirement savings plan. Uh, another tool we have is open or non-registered accounts. So this is an account where you can invest your money without contribution limits, like there's no limit. And any realized growth is subject to tax every year. There's three types of investment earnings. There's interest, dividends, or capital gains. And each type is taxed differently. And for tonight's purposes, all you have to know is that the interest, dividends, and capital gains have different tax consequences. And some levels of capital gains, which is a tax that's payable uh, each year, and some are when the investment is sold. So there's different kinds of tax implications there, but there's no limit on the contribution amount. So there are a lot of other types of plans. There's RESPs, which are education savings plans. There's our DSPs, which are disability savings plans. There's LIFTs, which are in income fund. There's RIFs, which are registered income funds. Um, those are the most popular ones in different kinds of investments, uh, different kinds of plans. There's different kinds of investments, which are stuff that you hear a lot about, uh, probably advertised GICs. These are guaranteed investment certifi certificates. It's relatively straightforward. Uh, for these ones, they're pretty simple. Uh, an institution, uh, you see a lot of the banks advertise these. They guarantee a rate payable on the investment over a certain time. So it's a one-year GIC, three-year GIC, five-year GIC, six-month GIC, whatever it is, and they're going to pay X percent. Set it and forget it. <laughs> you put the money there. It goes for the duration of the term. You get the one and a half percent after a year, whatever the case is, and that's it. So the principal is guaranteed. It's not fluctuating with the market. You're not going to lose your money. Um, it's typically the longer the term, the higher the guaranteed rate, keeping in mind that these rates are not super, super high. You're not going to get a 10% GIC. Uh, and right now, they're historically low. So you might get, you know, 2% or something on a maybe 2 to 2.5% on a one-year GIC. Uh, you'd have They change all the time. So I'm just giving that as an example. Don't take it as gospel. Uh, interest income earned is taxed at the highest rate for the investment income. That's one of the keys of GICs. They're very easy to do. They give you a guaranteed rate. They're the highest tax rate. Um, so for this reason, a possible strategy is maybe to hold GICs in an account that allows for tax deferred growth, like an RSP or a TFSA, where it's tax-free. These are things that talking to an advisor will help you with. Uh, mutual funds is another investment type. These are funds that contain a basket or a portfolio of stocks. They're assembled by a what's called a portfolio manager. That's the, the man or the woman who makes the investment decisions to keep with all the investment mandates or goals of that fund. And these mutual funds charge a fee. They're, they're always a percentage of the assets to cover their costs. Typically, we call the, a, mass, a management fee, which I... Uh, I mentioned earlier, like a management expense ratio, that's the fee charge to manage that fund. Um, there's a lot of other types of investments I'm going to mention. We're not going to get into these in detail, obviously, but I just want you to, to know that while we talk about the robo-platform, that works with these others. So you can have an RSP with a GIC inside of it. You can have a TFSA with a GIC inside of it. You can have robo uh, advisor platform with an investment. You can have something called uh, a segregated fund, uh, which I'll tell you about in a minute. Uh, you can have a mutual fund inside 
of an open account. You can have a mutual fund inside of a TFSA, inside of an RSP. These are all things that uh, an advisor will help you with where it, we're thinking, oh, tax efficient, when are you going to need the money, what kind of investment, um, does it affect your estate planning, all that. So a segregated fund, which I just mentioned, these are also, it's going to sound very similar to what I just said about a mutual fund. It's a basket of portfolio stocks, very similar to the mutual fund. The difference is they have this wrap around them that is covered off by insurance. And that can guarantee a minimum value on the maturity of the contract or on the death of the annuitant, which is the typically the investor, which is another name for them. Um, they also have certain estate planning features and benefits, including the ability to bypass a probate upon death, a probate fee, estate administration tax, whatever you want to call it. It's just changed names here in Canada not too long ago where it's called a state administration tax. Um, it also has a need to name a beneficiary, a potential, has some potential creditor protection. So segregated funds charge a fee, just like mutual funds. Um, sometimes it's a little bit more than what the mutual fund be, would be because it covers the cost of the insurance. But a lot of them are, are pretty close in line with each other now. So the fees aren't, aren't always that far apart. Um, so that's another type of investment that we have access to. So with that, I'm going to take our last break of the night. We come back. We will wrap up uh, the last few fee or investment types that we have. And um, we'll talk a little bit uh, finally about the RoboAdvisor platform. So uh, you are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. And I'm your host, Kathy Cook-Noble. We'll take our final break of the night and we'll be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Money is complicated, right? Actually, no, it's not. You don't have to be a trader on Wall Street to get a handle on your money. TV shows often instill fear to keep you believing you can't understand it or do anything yourself. If dealing with your finances brings up a lot of other F-words, then you need to read All Ladies Should Use the F-Word, A Guide to Loving Your Finances by Kathy Cook-Noble. Kathy helps you take control of your finances and leave the other F-word, fear, in the dust. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. 
Welcome back, everyone. I am Kathy Cooknoble, your host of Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. And tonight we've been talking about robo-advisors and how that particular investment type fits in with our different plan types that we can use for investing and also how it complements and, and can work can work really well with uh, a human advisor. And before we went to break, we were just talking about investment types. There's a couple more investment types I want to mention. Uh, ETFs, I mentioned before, the elect, uh, exchange-traded funds. It performs similar to the mutual funds, the basket of stocks, and or bonds. It can be both. It can be a combination. Uh, the fund itself is traded on an exchange. That's where the name exchange-traded fund comes from. Uh, it allows for buying and selling throughout the trading day, similar to purchasing individual stocks. Um, ETFs usually have the lower management fee, like we talked about, than the mutual fund or seg fund, and they simply mirror the stock exchange index. So you refer to this, we refer to this in the financial world as passive investing, whereas a portfolio manager who creates their own basket of stocks and or bonds or a combination of is actively management, and they're actively managing the investment. The investment. So that would be a mutual fund or a seg fund. Usually, they're actively managed. And these passive index ETFs, they simply follow the overall stock market, stock market index. So if the market goes up, the fund goes up. If the market goes down, the fund goes down. But the market in your fund can also go up and down at various intervals. We have no, you know, like what's been happening the last few weeks. Um, recently, there has been some actively managed ETFs introduced to the market, but they have had uh, higher management fees because you now have a human involved in, in helping with that. Um, another investment type is a stock. Stocks are the individual securities. You hear a lot about the stock market, and this is what it is. It's where the stocks are all come, to, where people come together to trade stocks, and they're individual securities, and they're of a particular company, also known as the shares in the company. So, if you think of Apple or uh, General Electric or Ford, they're all your shareholder because you own shares, which is part, of, which is a piece of the company, which is a stock. Um, you, some investors prefer to pick their own stocks, which you can certainly do. Um, some advisors are licensed and can pick stocks for you, which you can certainly uh, work with them on. Uh, some like to have, you can, again, you can have, it's another tool, so you can have combinations of these and various different uh, plan types. And rather than have the portfolio manager of the mutual fund or the SIG fund choose what makes up the fund, you can have a do-it-yourself investor who works through a brokerage firm of an online account and your trading costs to buy or sell these stocks are on a per-transaction basis. And then there's typically no management fee associated with it because every time you buy, you pay a fee, and every time you sell, you pay a fee. So those are things when we talk about costs that you have to watch because people say, oh, there's no, there's no management fees, zero commission. Well, you're right, except there's a transaction fee, and you have to watch what that is. Um, there's a, another uh, investment type that you probably don't hear about a lot, investment counselor and it's in or known as a private wealth management firm these are typically companies that cater to investors with more than 100,000 to invest and they act a little bit like a portfolio manager where they're directly interacting with the client on the individual investments they can offer to invest in additional asset classes over and above stocks and bonds for example it could be in real estate mortgages private debt other alternative investments that helps further diversify the client's portfolio. And for these services, they also charge a management fee on the investments. It's typically lower than the percentage basis that you charge on a mutual fund or a seg fund. 
But again, uh, it just depends on what you're looking for, what your plan is, and whether or not that's a tool you need to use. And the robo-advisors, the ones that we talked about, is definitely a tool that can be used with your human advisor. And these act similar to the robo-advisor, similar to that investment counselor or portfolio manager that I mentioned before. And the only difference is they're an online platform. You sign in, you manage your account. You, when you sign in, you answer a series of questions. That does the classification of risk tolerance, investment priorities, so forth. And based on that, your money is invested in one of the predetermined portfolios. And it's frequently made up of ETFs, which can be tracked online 24-7 if you want to do that. Uh, Robo-advisors typically charge competitive fees, which they always boast are lower than mutual funds or seg funds. But unlike the investment counselor or the portfolio managers, they normally accommodate the smaller size investment accounts. So what does all this mean at the end of the day? It means there's a lot of platforms and a lot of tools and a lot of plans that can be used to customize what's needed for you. And like I always say, you can understand your own stuff. You don't need to know about every single one of those investment tools or investment plans that I just talked about, but your advisor does. And your advisor needs to talk to you to say, what's our plan? What's our future goals? And for you, not for your neighbor, not for your cousin, not for your sister, your brother, whatever, just for you. And out of that conversation, you're going to devise a plan and it's going to be very custom to you to say, we might use this type of investment and we might use it in this plan. So we might do GICs inside an RFP or we might do um, stocks inside of an open account or we might do a robo advisor platform inside of a TFSA or, or not. Um, these are all things you're going to talk to your advisor about and they're going to help you with. So hopefully that uh, demystified the robo-advisor um, advertising and questions and whether or not they work separately from humans. Um, always here to help with financial questions every week. Please join us again next week. We'll tackle another question or confusion in finance. And always check in with us online or check in with us by phone or by email. And we'll see you again right here next week. Thank you for choosing to listen to Financially Speaking Radio Show. Kathy Cook Noble will return next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspireChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by making the choices that bring you all that you desire.